it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. This is Umar Ahmed for IFL TV in association with MTK Global. I'm joined by Frank Warren. Uh, big weekend in uh, British boxing, world boxing. Frank, what did you make of Andy Joshua's stoppage win? Yeah, he did what he had to do. He got rid of uh, Pulev and uh, hopefully set up the big fight for next year. Yeah, of course, we will come on to that in a second. But in terms of his performance, um, a lot of people obviously were had their eyes on it after the, the first Ruiz fight, the second Ruiz fight. Do you think he's still got a few demons from the first Ruiz fight, Frank? Look, uh, you know, whatever I say, I'm going to get stick for because uh, obviously I'm in the Tyson Fury camp. But um, yeah, there's, of course there'll be some demons there from that, 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 that loss that he had. And, uh, but the fact of the matter is he did what he had to do which was to win the fight, and that was the most important thing. Um, you know, I thought with the third round when he had him down, he may have finished a the fight there and then, but you know, he chose to do it his way, and he was always in control of it. He never, he wasn't flustered or anything, and he did, you know, did what was expected. I mean, I didn't, I thought unless Pulev caught him on the chin, he was never going to outbox him, and uh, as I say, done his job. Mm. Did you think the fight should have been stopped in the third round? Well, the fact of the matter, what well, it could have been, but ha- having said that, it went on, didn't it? It wasn't like, the, you know, he, he was still in it. Mm. He's, I'm not saying he was in it, you know, he was still there. Mm. So, uh, done what he had to do. Are you surprised that going into that massive third round for, for AJ, that in the fourth round Joshua kind of didn't step on him more and, and get the job done within the fourth? Well, I, you know, I don't expect him to get rid of him. Uh, but it reminded me, it was a little bit, little bit like when... Um, AJ for Klitschko when Klitschko put him on the floor and you you know you'd expected the old Klitschko to have jumped on him and finished the job then but he didn't do it um, it had that similar feel to me about, about it I feel like uh, since then in boxing people were impressed with the performance but a lot of the talk as well was well has he shown anything in there that would suggest that he troubled Tyson Fury what's your viewpoint on that look of course he 
you know, a guy who can punch like he can punch, he's a big puncher. Of course, he'll trouble anybody if he catches them. And, you know, you've seen that the way he's taken out quite a few of his opponents. But I just look, I don't think he could, I, I look at him and I don't honestly believe he could ever um, outbox Tyson. I don't think he's got a better jab than Tyson. I don't think he's got a better, um, I, don't think he's, I don't think he's got better hand speed than Tyson. So, it, but I'm biased. I'm very biased, but I, I think Tyson all day long has got the beating of him. Well, you put it a little bit more modestly than Bob Arum asked, Bob, were you impressed with the performance? You just went, no. Yeah, well, look, Bob, Bob says what he's got to say. I'll say what I've got to say. You know, at the end of the day, um, the only way we're going to find out is to get them both in the ring. And then, you know, no matter what Bob Arum says, what I say, or Uncle Tom Cobbley says, it's all about what they do once they get in the ring together. Well, what about what uh, Joshua and Fury said? We'll start with Joshua. So, of course, he did the post-fight interview with Sky Sports. And uh, then Fury uh, released a video saying his words. Joshua shit himself in that interview. Um, he kind of didn't answer the question, what Andy Scott was putting to him about wanting the fight. What did you make of Joshua's comment? I think he was trying to bask. I think, I think he wanted to bask in the glory of what he did rather than talking about the, uh, Tyson. I don't think what it's, I mean, let's get it right. And I mean this with the greatest respect, and I know I'm going to, you know, again, all you trolls and whatever, you know, just put your pot noodles down for a minute, and I mean this in the, in the best possible way, is that no one was interested in the fight. The only fight we want to see, it's like, you know, it's like Tyson fighting um, Wilder again. We don't want to see that. It, if it happens, it's, we, you know, if it happens, we've got to do it. What we want to see is the two guys, the two main men, getting in there, duking it out. That's all we want to see. That's all we're interested in. That's all the public are really interested in. That's what it's all about. That's the best fighting the best. So, you know, the rest of it is a sideshow. But specifically, what, what he said, do you think, um, were you surprised at that interview, Frank, or not? No, I wasn't because I did. I felt that he did. I, I felt that he would. He wanted to live in that moment of what he'd done. And what, you know, what he. You know, Harry had beaten Pulev. Um But when it comes down to it, there's been a lot of talk before that fight, and for the last year or so, talking about Tyson and and him, and a lot of talk about how the fights were going to be made and the splits and so forth. But at the end of the day, where'd you go now? You got to do the fight. There's no ducking and diving now. You know, the fight's got to happen. There's no. You know, if AJ doesn't take this fight, then I'd be very surprised. I think he's a fighting man, so I don't think he's, you know, how can he not take that fight now? That's the fight that we all want to see. That's the fight Tyson wants. It's the fight that all the connections, all of us involved want. All the different people are involved in, the, in, in with their various capacities as promoters, managers, and and the fighters, more importantly, they want it. And, 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 and that's what the public wants to see. We don't want to see anything else in between now. We want to see the two big guys get it on. I remember speaking to you before the first Wilder fight. You got that prediction right. I remember speaking to you before the second Wilder fight where you said Fury's going to walk forward at him, be aggressive. You got that right and knock him out. Um, what is your cutthroat prediction? Let's say this fight happens in April 2021, Fury v Joshua, wherever it happens in the world. What is your cutthroat prediction, Frank? I genuinely do believe Tyson will knock him out. But, yeah, I'm sure... AJ and his connections think something different. But the only way we're going to find out is to get it on. That's true. Get it on. So what happens from here? We heard Bob Arum saying that um, 
he will talk to Eddie Earn on Monday, so today he'll reach out to him. Has there been any communication between Team Joshua, Matram, etc., and yourselves so far? But I don't think anybody wants to do the negotiation through the media. You know, there, there have been connections that, the, the, you know, the, the, from our side, our side, there is, um, obviously we're involved, and you've got MTK, and you've got Bob Arum, and obviously the main man himself is Tyson. The other side, you've got um, AJ, and you've got Matram. So between us, we've got to make it work, and, and we will do that. There have been some talks, and uh, I don't want to get into all the ins and outs of it, because I think it's all pretty much irrelevant, because at the end of the day, what matters is delivering the big fight. I respect that totally, and I think uh, fans will appreciate that as well, because, yeah, we'd rather get the fight on less talk rather than everyone talking. But in your honest heart of hearts, do you think this fight will happen, Frank? In my heart of hearts, I do think so. I do think it'll happen, because I don't think anybody can afford to pull out of this fight, because if they do, they're going to look very foolish. Um, And one thing's for sure... Our side of the table, the people I've mentioned, you know, involved in our side of the table, none of them have any intention of not making this fight happen. I've spoken to you numerous times about this and Bob Arum. This situation with Deontay Wilder, this legal process, is there any update on that? Because that does seem an obstacle. No, there, there hasn't been anything. Anything. Um, I'm sure it's going to something's going to come out pretty soon. But you know what? I hope that's not going to, I hope that we, that, you know, the advice that everybody's get, getting that um, there is no longer a contract is correct. And if it is, then great. If there, if there is a contract, I think, again, it's something we've got to work really hard on to make sure that um, we can do a deal somehow to push it aside. And of course, the other obstacle is the WBO situation. But I think you said countless times this is about the fight and not what is on the line in terms of organisation belts. Look, we all want the four belts to be on the line, but it is the fight. That, people don't buy tickets to see belts. They buy tickets to see the guys. And this, this, trend, this transcends um, everything in boxing. It transcends all the belts. And I mean it with the greatest respect to the various governing bodies, but it transcends them all. That's the fight we all, we all want to see. Um, if... Uh, Usyk doesn't fight. If he vacates, then he's got to fight Joe Joyce. That's that's what happens. That's where we're at. So I hope that again, you know, bearing in mind Usyk is with Matchroom, that that's something they can they can resolve and sort out. They should be able to do that because if, if the boot was on the other foot, we would certainly make sure that we move that barrier away. I think an ideal situation would be we get Fury v Joshua for the undisputed tag. The next day, the winner then vacates and then Alexander Rusik and Joe Joyce fight for that WBO title. That would be something, wouldn't it? Well, it would, or alternatively, they could fight for a, uh, you know, for an interim title. Yeah. There's all sorts of things that can happen. There's, lo- there's loads of different permutations, but the most thing... But do you know what? I think, and I mean this with the greatest respect to Usyk and greatest respect to Joe... The public want to see the big fight that we're all talking about, and then, then, you know, then once that's done, then we'll push for our guy. And our, our guy is is Joe Joyce. I mean, we'll we move heaven and earth to make him for the position that he's in to make sure something happens. Have you spoken to Tyson since Saturday night? No, I haven't. Okay. What did you make of uh, the return of fans there? Thousand fans at Wembley Arena. Well, we had fans uh, at the show, but we gave all the tickets away, didn't we? We gave our tickets away to fans. At, um, at a church house um, 
that was the first one back. But it's great. I mean, it's great to get fans. I mean, even watching the football and seeing the fans, it makes a big difference. Unless you're an Arsenal supporter, and then you want to slash your throat. But it was, um, it was, it's, it's, it's. You know, it, it is. Uh, it's, you call the fans back, don't we? And that's why. I mean, people just keep saying they get this fight on. It's, you know, we want to move on quick, get it done. But that's a, you know, the live gate or the or the revenue for a live gate is a massive, massive and facet to the negotiations. Mm. Just the last one on this Fury Joshua one before we talk about other things. Um, Location-wise, what is your gut feeling? I don't think we... I, I hope I'm wrong, and I really do want to be wrong, but I don't think we're going to get any um, fans back on a, on a large scale until June. You know, with the vaccinations and all what's going on. I mean, they're looking to talk about locking down London tomorrow. They've closed the schools in... Some of the schools in London. So I don't see... And I'm an optimist, but I don't see anything happening uh, till June. So it's it's wherever we can, or the the, the, vet, the promotion can generate the most income to ensure that we get it over the line. I think this is a situation where you just present the fight to multiple territories, and the best no, offer you, wins, really. No, you're right. It's, it's, it, we're in we're in unique and uh, and unusual times. No one knows what's going to happen from not about you know. From week to week, you know, we were talking about in London having a, you know, lifting the lockdown tier two, whatever it was, until Christmas. Here we are, over a week away to Christmas, we're back down to a lot more or less a lockdown. So who knows? You know, no, none of us are mind readers. Nobody can predict this. Not Not the scientists. Not the government. In any country, you know, Sweden, who had the you know, was the model for it all. They're locked down. Germany's just locked down. Nobody, but nobody can predict where we are. So I think the, the only certainties that you can hope for is, as far as the gate's concerned, if somebody comes in and said, right, we want it in our country to do it, then you've got to, you've got to give that a lot of consideration. Or, as I say, or you've got to wait till the summer to do it in the UK. But um, that's, that, I think the terms the main thing to get sorted out and everybody's working hard to make that happen okay just before i let you go i want to get some quick updates uh, on your fighter so daniel dubois uh, how is he yeah he's obviously uh he, he's he's as you know he had the uh, the problems with his eye the, the double fracture and the bleeding on the retina um he's got to take time out and let it let that heal he's he's um he's see us i think see the specialist again tomorrow and uh we'll know more then but He's going to be out of action for at least five or six months, minimum. OK. Uh, Anthony Yard, have you spoken to him since his loss with Lyndon Arthur? I spoke to him a couple of times, yeah. 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 He put a tweet out, Frank. I don't know if you, if you saw someone send it to you. OK. What do you, he said, for anyone who hasn't seen it, he said it's time to make some changes, full stop. What do you think that's about? I don't know. Um, to be quite honest, you know, I, I want to sit down with a team. All his, his, when I say the team, that's all of us. That's the promoters. Managers, trainers, and obviously the main man himself, in Anthony, and uh, have a good chat. We need a good chat. You're confident uh, this rematch with Lyndon Arthur will happen. And also another point, and that people have been a little bit critical because this was a Commonwealth title fight. People feel like this shouldn't have been a rematch clause for Yard Arthur. Do you want to just address that as well, please, Frank? Well, look, I mean, I mean this again with the greatest respect. It wasn't about the Commonwealth title. The guy just fought for last year for a world title. You know, and he was he was ranked in the top ten, and I mean again with the greatest respect, that was more important than the Commonwealth title. 
the Commonwealth title was uh, you know, was on the line because obviously we, we was made at a weight. Um, uh, I, I don't get the criticism. We deliver, you know, we we promoters. We delivered a, a fight that was fifty-fifty, and they, you can't win. I mean, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. You put a fight on. You give the fans what they want, and obviously, you know, you, you see some of the stuff that goes out and putting out about you know who we favour and so forth. You got to remember that any any uh, TV company and ourselves to a certain extent. If you've got somebody who's more well-known than the other fighter, and let's be realistic, you know, Anthony was a far better-known fighter than uh, Lyndon was, and Lyndon, but remember, no one sort of give us a little bit of pat on the back for the 16 wins that Lyndon got underneath, you know, working with us. But um, if you have a situation where they are... Um, where you're looking at the ratings and what they deliver on TV. Anthony Yard's ratings on BT are far in excess in a big number than Lyndon's ever got. Well, he's one of the biggest names in British boxing, isn't he? Yeah, he is. But, but as a result of all that promotion, which... And we're going to meet... You know, I'm meeting with Pat and, uh, and uh, Lyndon, I think, next week. As a result of all that promotion, he's, you know, there are eyeballs watching that. More eyeballs watched out, I think, than Billy Joe Saunders' fight the night before. There are people watching that, and as a result of that, they now know who Lyndon Arthur is. So that's great. And would there be a rematch? It's, in, it's contracted for a rematch. What you know? That's, that was the deal. That's what it was. They, but yeah, you know, one get one had the Commonwealth title. The other guy had the big rating. One had a, had a more of a name than, than than you know. Anthony Yard had a bigger name than uh, Lyndon Arthur. That's that's a fact. I can't, you know. That, that 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 is how it is. That was life. That's how it was. But now it's changed, and obviously things change. And, and Lyndon's with us, and and we're we're promoting him. As we said, the winner for, winner of that fight's going to have a big year next year, and we'll work very hard to make that happen. And there is a contracted rematch, so we've got to sit down and got a lot, lot to talk about. Last question, Frank. To uh Massive fights, hopefully, for two fighters next year. Two world title fights, Carl Frampton, Jamel Herring. That seems like it will happen. What about Demetrius Andre and Liam Williams? What's going on with that? Well, there's talk at the moment about um, Andrade fighting uh, Billy Joe Saunders. We'll see whether that happens. But Liam, if Liam doesn't get that fight, then he'll fight, I would believe, he'll fight for some sort of interim title if they, if they make the fight with Andrade and uh, Billy Joe Saunders. We'll see what happens. Okay. But Liam's not going to get left behind. Liam's worked very hard, and you know when we when we uh, before this COVID situation started, it was all about they were putting purse bids out for the fight between Andrade and uh, and Liam. And Liam's come out and had a fight since then. He's been active, so we'll make sure Liam's been with me from day one as uh, me promoting him, and uh, I'm. You know, I'll do everything I can. I know along with his management, MTK, we'll work very hard to deliver, and I will certainly work hard to deliver what I said I will with him. Frampton Herring in the UK? I hope so. It's all about, you know, at the end of the day, it's all about how it stacks up, but that's what we're looking to do. And uh, Bob Aram has, not me, I mean, Bob Aram has come out on about three or four occasions, said the fight's going to go on at the end of, is it end of January, he said, in England. So that's where we are. Frank Warren, thank you very much for talking to IFL TV. I won't uh, see you uh, before Christmas. Have a great Christmas and we'll catch up in the new year, all right? And you and all of yours. Have a lovely Christmas and let's have a healthy, safe and prosperous new year with some really good fights. Thank you, Frank.
Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast, sponsored by William Hill, in association with Lonsdale MTK Global. Sports Social Podcast Network. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.